Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! Afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you are in. I'm Bill Murphy. Oh, I am Lawrence Patchman Lang. And uh, we got some extra folks here today, don't we, Patch? I wouldn't say it's extra folks. It's um, two, very, two very important people that are part of our podcast. So let's get to it. Who's here today? We got them. You know them. You love them. You can't live without them. We tried it for one week and it didn't work. The one and only Mr. Danny Boy Reginald. Live from D.C. Hey, folks. How's it and going? It, and it's you, not Thursday y'all, night. Y- y- y'all missed me too much, don't, didn't you? Like, we missed you too much, Red. We missed uh, you way too much. But, listen, I'm, I'm going a week. Not even a week. I had to do the show last week. Listen, Bill cried more than I did, so I'm just saying. <laughs> Yes, Raj, I miss you so much. <laughs> hey, I'm here. How's it going, folks? He's here for now. For now. Well, well, well hopefully he'll be back for next week for the season finale. And then we can okay, move on. Way, we'll get to that in one second. And also, um, I'd like to welcome someone new. Um, we said we were bringing in a new co-host, and we were not lying. I'd like to welcome... Our new member of the team, my very good friend, Miss Christine Contratori. Christine, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Welcome. It's a pleasure. And by the way, welcome to uh, what are we in the thirtieth inning of the Sports Insanity podcast? This game is never ending. No, this game ends next. This game ends next week, and we start game two, beginning of twenty twenty one. Now we all know this game. Wait a minute, wasn't this week supposed to be your season finale? Well, as a Christmas gift to you, we're gonna go one more week. Hey, it's everybody's Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa gift, and New Year's gift. We'll go. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's. That's a sound so, bit right there to save. Do it. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go one more week. Ugh. And uh, we got a great show. We got MLB free agency. We got NBA schedule. We got the NFL. And the two biggest upsets of the week. Yes. One of them including my beloved New York Giants. Yeah. I wouldn't call and it. Talk I about other news in the NFL. I wouldn't call. I, I would call it an upset, but it wasn't all of the team. It was more of your defense. But we'll get we'll into get that. Get to later. that when we get to that patch. And Reg is going to probably be talking about his defensive coordinator's fate today. What? That he's a hero. Or he is a hero. That man is a like hero. He's a hero. That's what we're going to talk about. Why are we going to sit here and talk about this shit when we can just get to it? Am I right? Yes, sir. All right. 
Yep. So um, let's get this ball rolling. Top half of the inning. Well, on a somber note, we got the late great Dick Allen, um, former Philadelphia Phillies, passed away today at the age of 78. Nice. This man, um, an NL Rookie of the Year in 1964, AL MVP in 1972, spanned a 15-year career, a lifetime batting average of 292. 351 home runs and 1,119 RBIs. And it was announced by the Phillies that his number will be retired, his number 15, this year on September 3rd. Several of you slated. Hopefully fans can go. Hopefully by next year, September, we are out of this conundrum that we are in. But yes. Amen to that. And hopefully MLB and the Hall of Fame find a way to get Dick Allen in. Because last year he missed a vote by one. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be due a veterans committee at this point. And he deserves it. He had a great career um, with the Phillies and baseball, and he deserves it. He has good numbers. When you have a lifetime batting average of 292, so you're about 30% of your at-bats, you've hit the ball. Like, that – I'm sorry. Like, you know how hard it is to hit a ball in baseball? It's a hard thing to do. So, mm-hmm. the fact that you have that batting average alone, that's Hall of Fame worthy. I agree. On that, on that summer, we're going to turn to MLB Free Agency. A lighter note. On a lighter note, you know, a lot of big names still out there. And I want a few predictions from the SIP crew. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I have five top free agents that I want your opinions on. And where do you think they are going to land? Let's hear them. All right, we're going to start with JT Rilamuto. He's a catcher. Where do you guys see him going? I think the Mets. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you look at the Mets. The Mets have, um, they have, they have Wilson Ramos, I think. Oh, he's gone. Dan, help me out. You're the one that worked at SNY. <laughs> they don't have, they don't really have a true catcher right now. Like, they need to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the Mets certainly, I, I think, um, they're going to need them, especially if they lose out on Trevor Bauer. Definitely yeah. the Mets. I, I truly believe that. And they, they need a catcher, though, you know, can be a bit expensive. I truly think the Mets are in great position to do that. They're, so they're, they're in fantastic position. They they got that newfound owner money and Steve Cohen. Well, it's just it's just like blank checks for everybody. You get a blank check. You get a blank check. Just hope you don't get um Bobby Bonilla money for X amount of years. Yeah, that will, Steve Cohen will make sure never to do that again. He's trying to erase that. Well, he also wants uh, – before we get to back to Ringy, he also wants to make Bobby Bonella Day like an actual thing where it's actually the Mets cel- – like he like the Mets celebrate and you actually – he comes to the stadium for the game. Throws like a, like throws out a first pitch. Hmm, interesting. Well, to be honest, that would be kind of weird. Like, you know, you're – what, you, what are you actually celebrating? You're I would celebrating say- the fact that for years you have to pay this guy over a million dollars as a way to buy out his contracts? Like, hey, I, the way I say it, you do every year for Bobby Bonella Day till the contract's up, bobblehead of Bobby Bonella. Every uh, single year. Every single yeah. year. Think about that. that that'd be great marketing. And then, and How then, much money is that? I mean, a lot. He's, I mean, he's going to be paid for a long time. And look, when Bobby Bonilla finally gets his last paycheck, it should be a day to celebrate, mm-hmm. and that should just go away. Go away. You don't need that stuff in your mind anymore. It's time to move forward with the Mets. 
Go ahead. Continue, Patch. I want right. Well, for me, my predictions, I think he would be a great fit in the Mets. But also, I think he'd be a great fit with the Braves and my team, the Nats. Hmm. Because, yes, yeah, yes, the Nats have Kurt Suzuki, but I feel that there, there was rumors that Real Muto was either going to – he was going to floor NL East. All right, moving on. Trevor Bauer, you know, great right-handed pitcher, relief pitcher, however you classify him as. We got um, – where do you guys think he's going to land? <laughs> I'm starting to think that too a little bit. But I was hoping he'd go to the Yankees, but we all know that's not going to happen. Yeah. But I just pulled up this article, and it said that he is that he is teasing Met fans right now. Yeah. To maybe he's gonna be that he's gonna be a Met, and also, like I said, the Yankees could weigh in as well. But no, there there are talks of you know him. He would be a great fit in either New York team. But once he, I have him either going to the Yankees or the Phillies. I think the Phillies would be a good fit for him. The Phillies have a great team. It's just they're missing a few key pieces to help them. And Trevor Bauer maybe get over the, get over that hump. All right, right, one of the other Reg. What do you think? I mean, everyone's touting the Mets. I'm gonna throw out there the Padres. Really? Oh, that's okay. interesting. Padres are a very mm-hmm. exciting team, and don't get me wrong, the Mets are in great position. And he has talked about this new owner. Uh, for a long time, and he loves them. But the Padres are a very exciting ball club, and Bauer needs that. Bauer needs to be in a team that's growing, that's going to be good in a few years. They have the foundation set. So all they need is a good pitcher, and they, they have a reason pitching staff, which is a great pitching coach. So you might as well go somewhere where the foundation is set. You're ready to go and, you know, just – do great things, and I, I really think that the Padres are a better spot for him. I mean, if you're talking, like, realistically, probably the, – I mean, the Mets are in a good position to get him. But, like, you know, I mean, it's not like the Mets are – no, you know, is it, what are they doing to action-wise? You know, they're not, they're, they're not really active right now. They're being fairly quiet, which is very stunning, given that, you know, they've been talking about how Steve Cohen's going to spend all this money on really hasn't done that yeah well the reason why i'm thinking he's going into the mets because like i said steve cohen we've been saying this steve cohen wants to build a championship team he said next three to five years they're winning a world series so if that has to and trevor bauer is going to be one of those pieces oh he's gonna be he's that he's that big old piece of steak that they're looking at right now he's that big <laughs> filet mignon that they're looking at right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right. to make our listeners hungry with all these food analogies, so we're going to go on. Making one our co- I think you're making our new co-host hungry, too. Yeah, you kind of are. A little bit. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> all right. We got George Springer, you know, part of that, that Astros World Series team. He's up for free agency this year. I say the Blue Jays. Ooh, that's a, little, that's a little I think bit. they're eyeing him. That's different. I have... I've I've read about that, but I could I could see the Blue Jays spending money to have a key piece. Yeah, I've read a few rumors, but I don't know. I that's that's my take on that. I really think the Blue Jays, but we'll see. Like, okay, I have a bit of a okay. He is not unlike 
he, it is unlikely as of now, because there was a lot of talk that he's going to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. They're saying as of now, that is unlikely. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. A lot of things could happen. Um, no, that's true. Yeah, a lot of things can happen. But, um, you know, the Blue Jays are a possibility. But um, yeah. I'm also hearing... I'm also hearing that with the I'm also hearing maybe possibly with the Yankees if the thing that LeMayu falls through, Springer may be their plan B. I could see that, although I really don't think that's gonna fall through. You really don't think so? I, I, no. I can't see the Yankees sounding Springer, unfortunately. Because yeah. they're going back at it. LeMayu says he wants – I know this is about Springer, not LeMayu, so I apologize for the tangent. Um, but here's the thing. Um, LeMayu wants to be a Yankee. He wants yeah. to continue being the Yankee. Yeah. And I don't want to say him and the Yankees are mm, – but just sign the damn contract already. But no. if, if, it go, <laughs> if it goes through um, – if it falls through, then maybe Springer would be. Then maybe the Yankees are going to think about getting Springer. And I'm not saying this because I'm blinded by the Yankees here, but this could be true. Crazy theory. No, it's a crazy theory. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, crazy theory. But I don't know if that's going to happen. I really just don't think that Lemayhu's going to fall through. You Was he our best player for the last two years? Right, I, you, I I'm giving it about a seventy-five to eighty percent chance Lemayu's coming back, but yeah, I don't want to say hundred percent because you got to leave some margin for error here. Agreed. Never say you never. You do. I have Springer going to the Mets, or oh, yeah, we've been talking about the Mets a lot in these couple well, months. Well, minutes. well, the Mets, the Mets have the money now, like where the Whale Ponds weren't willing to spend money to. Sign players to build a championship team. I have Springer either going to the Mets. Once again, I think he'd be a great fit fit with the Phillies, or he'd be a great outfield piece for us with the Nats. Danny Boy. Well, I'm thinking more like the Blue Jays and the White Sox. Even though the White Sox are now a little bit iffy about you know landing, just because it's unlikely doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Exactly. And certainly find a way to make it work because he's been in talks with the White Sox for a while now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking more towards Chicago. I prefer that they can use a guy like Springer. But don't count out the Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays, you know, while, you know, they haven't been a great team over the past few years, made the playoffs in the shortened season. And that's progress there. Granted, the record wasn't the greatest, and they faced the Rays and got their ass kicked. But, mm-hmm. you know, they, they are another growing team with rising stars. You look at that Blue Jay uh, bench, it's amazing. So Springer would thrive with the Blue Jays. So don't count I think the he problem. would. So, yeah, my thoughts, I think he's going to either the Blue Jays, the White Sox, or very possibly the Yankees. But that's – I, that's I, only I, if LeMayu, if the thing with LeMayu falls through, but, I, which I do not see I, happening. I would not touch Springer. You don't need him. You really don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, in theory, 
the Yankees can probably do without LeMahieu. They're just going to have to find a way to make it up. Maybe Glaber has to go off. Maybe yeah. instead of hitting 290, it's three-something like he did in his second year in the league. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, we were talking about – you guys were talking about him. I also have DJ LeMahieu on this list. Okay. Well, definitely the Yankees. <laughs> I, I, have him, I have him flip-flopping to the Mets or going mm. out west to the Dodgers. Mm. The Dodgers. Mm. The okay. Dodgers, really? State I your have, claim, Dash. State your claim. It just, it's just one of those random things where it's those random signs. No one thought the Yankees would go out and sign Johnny Damon. <laughs> Think about it. No one True. thought Yankees. Yankees never no no self no no Yankee fan thought oh hey we're gonna sign an arch rival in Johnny Damon. Not true. Just you have these players that either go out west or they come in east. You have players all the time switch from that NL NL West division and come on in onto the AL side. It's just sure. one of those things where you know hey if the price is right DJ May is like all right I'm gonna go there and go make a name for myself, even though he's made a name stay for himself with the Yankees. Yeah. I think Yankees need to resign him. But then again, once again, there's, if there's that offer on the table, out you go. He's going to take it. He's going to take it. If you know, he's going to take it. If it's there. Exactly. What do you guys think? I, I, I know you three are, the th- it's the three-on-one advantage here where it's all Yankee fans and there's just a lone wolf and me. You know what? LeMahieu wants five years, $100 million. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, look, I get it. But the thing is, he's 32 years old. And, you know, he's been a very productive hitter. But ultimately, I just don't think that the Yankees would, I mean, they've done this before where they've signed, well, guys that are about to be past their prime to big contracts, thinking that they'll be there long-term, and then it doesn't work out. This is a long-term contract over $100 million. Worth it? I mean, if it gets you to a World Series championship, fine, but there's no guarantee. The Yankees are always going to be iffy about running a run for a title because they never get the job done. It's either injuries or they suck in the playoffs. So, you know, to me, I just don't know if DJ LeMayus is going to land in, with the Yankees, even though I want him back. To me, the, the better fit would be the Mets. Um, but now that the Dodgers have crept in, like, don't be shocked if he goes to L.A. I mean, he's been down in the West Coast before. You know, don't be shocked. And he thrived in the National League, too. So, and the Dodgers, I mean, they're coming off a championship. It's a right culture for him, and L.A. is a great city. They, L.A. would love D.J. LeMahieu. I think – no, I agree with you. Yeah, so, I think that would be a fresh new start for him. Yes, it would be great for him, and, and he, he's going to get what he wants. And that's, that's the bottom line. Because the Dodgers know, now I, have the money. Know, yeah, I just don't know if – I mean, the Yankees certainly want him back. They've said that their, their main goal is to get him back. But I just don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to pull the money. Like, to me, they're, they're probably going to go less. I mean, they already gave him yeah. the qualifying offer was less of what he wants per year. So, LeMayu may be out the door, and he may be going to the Mets, or he may be going to the West Coast. Who knows? 
Time will tell. And your last one for tonight, Chris Bryant. Coming off his, you know, Cubs didn't give him the extra year and all that fun stuff. I have him going either. Another shocker, I might say. He might go to the Yankees. Or he can go to the Nationals. Because the Nationals have been thinking about landing Chris Bryant for a while. It's just that they never have anything to offer him. But, hey, now that he's a free agent, it's like, hey, we can give him an offer. Hopefully he accepts it. But then again, Chris Bryant might be looking to go somewhere where he knows he can be part of a championship team. Again. I think he's going to either Washington, Patch's team, or the, I heard there's talk he might go to the Giants. Or am I thinking of something completely different? I, you know what? I, he could be a good fit in New York. Uh, not New York. Bleh. He could be San a Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, those Giants been out of New York for over 50 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, long, yeah. Long enough. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit longer, Billy. I could see. I, I could see Over him going. Years. I could Sorry, see I'm him. Sorry, I'm going to brain fart tonight. <laughs> I could. I could see him going to San Francisco because San Francisco has been looking to rebuild for a while. Exactly. Ever since they're even odd, they're every other year run in the early in the early um 2010s. Yeah. So I think either Washington or San Francisco. This is an interesting. This is an interesting scenario here because. Clearly, the Cubs want him back, but they're not willing to give him the money. Right. So, does he risk it and go free agency and possibly go to a team that's, you know, iffy, like the Giants or the Nats, or does he go back to Chicago? Ultimately, mm-hmm. I think he goes back to Chicago. I don't think he wants to leave. I don't think the Cubs want him to go either. So, they'll find a way to work it out. Um and, you know, whatever the money is, you know, Bryant is going to accept it because you know, that's, that's his career. Like he, he deserves to be – he's one of those players that, you know, whether he has a Hall of Fame career or not, that he deserves to be a career-long Cub. Cub fans love him. So, it's, to me, that's, that is, like, the biggest factor here. But if he were to go to any other team, I'm interested with the Nats. Like, that's going to be an interesting scenario. Like, if he goes to Washington to play over there, um, definitely a different vibe for someone like Chris Bryant. Um, but I think he will thrive there very well. The, you know, the Nationals can certainly use him after the season they had. Like, yeah. Um, he's injuries and mediocre play and losing a lot of good, good chunk of their players. Eh, World Series hangover. Sorry, Patch, that happened. Oh, hey, hey, I don't care. My team still won a World Series. I can say that my postseason woes were finally all washed away. And sure. and Christine, where do you think you could see Chris Bryant going? I don't have – it's hard. I don't know. But I did read possibly the Braves. Mm. I'm, I'm that could be home. interesting. I, I read that, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, so I'm going to say I'm undecided on him. Hey, that's perfectly right. I found that once again, he would be a great fit with Atlanta and the team that they have. Because Atlanta, the past few years, is they've been building a good team. They've been building mm-hmm. a great team, and they're like they're still missing like one to two key pieces to help build 
that championship right. team that can get them out of that World Series drought that's been happening with them. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see, but uh, free agency. Isn't it wonderful? MLB free agency oh, yeah. in, in full swings. Hey, listen, when you mentioned the Cubs, do you mind if I tell a quick uh, story? You know what I'm talking about, Patch. Uh, you can go ahead and tell the story, Bill. Go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about, Bill, but go ahead. Okay, <laughs> speaking of the Cubs, um, okay, we made a comment on this podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago, A couple right? weeks ago, I think we made a comment about it. That I wanted to get Steve Bartman. Oh, this one. The infamous oh. person oh, who who tried to reach over the with Moises Alu. He did reach I, over. He reached over. He didn't attempt to reach over. He legitimately went, Hey, I'm gonna reach over and grab this ball. And then <laughs> and he then, touched Moises Alu. He touched Moises Alu patch. So uh, it's a reach over. So anyway. I said that I was going to try to get him on this podcast. Mm. And everyone was probably thinking, okay, he's just joking. Bill's had too many beers. He's probably drunk. But let alone, I was dead serious. I actually reached out to Mr. Bartman's agent, and that was a journey in itself. I had to find someone else who told me to find someone on that to, to find him. So I did find him. I found him on LinkedIn. I reached out to him. And he was a nice guy. Very nice guy. He said, hey, thanks for the interest, but uh, Steve doesn't do interviews. Hmm. Steve Bartman does not do interviews. He's a very private man. But thank, you, but thank you for your interest. And guys, yeah, I'm really sorry to bring up this tangent, but... um. I wouldn't say I it's expected a, it. What do you guys think? Let's open the floor. I wouldn't say it's a tangent. We we took a risk. We, we, we took a high risk here. Like and, and you know what? We did good. We, the well, fact we good. the fact we got an email back from the agent saying, "Hey, unfortunately, Steve doesn't do interviews." Is fine enough by me because that's farther than I thought we were going to get with this one. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, we've, we've, we, because no, that is like the hardest I've gotten. Uh, that is like the best I've gotten from someone we try to get up bigger. Like, there was another certain person we tried to, re I tried to reach out to. And um, should I reveal this person's name or should we respect his privacy? What do you guys think? Yeah, um, save it for later in the show. Yeah. <laughs> this show? This show. Yeah. You know what? I put it this way: leave them on the cliff, on the cliffhanger, where for when we end the season next week, we can do it that yeah. way. You know what? Yeah, we're. I'm gonna wait to. That is a wonderful idea. We are going to. I'm gonna tell you next week. You're all yeah. gonna have to find out next week who it who it was. Get the clickbait going, Billy. That that's how you get clickbait going. You got to draw the. You're all gonna have to. The, you're all gonna have to wait. That's yep. gonna be your second Christmas gift. Finding <laughs> out who it was. Who was it? Yeah. Come back next week. Like, I, like, like I said, Bill. That's how you develop clickbait and you build suspense. That's how you get people to come back to next week episode. That's how. Why do you think reality? Not reality. Reality shows and uh, like shows like House, Grey's Anatomy, and all them build suspense for next week and leave you on a cliffhanger. Leave them yep. on a cliffhanger, yep. Bill. She, she so, doesn't uh, talk about Grey's Anatomy, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an okay show, but 
Come back next week and we'll tell you. Oh, we will tell you. Don't tell my sister. Bill, 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 don't offend yeah. the audience with Grey's Anatomy saying it's an okay show. It's a great show, and I don't even watch I've only really watched a few episodes, so I really got to watch the rest of the show. So that's – Yeah, you're far behind. I got to watch the rest of it. It's a great show, but the newer season isn't as great. Yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> All yeah. right. So just, just getting back to Bartman a little bit. And I know Bill was, like, really serious about getting him on, but, you know, ultimately what it comes down to was – we didn't really know anything about this guy until that incident in 2003. That's true. So, like, did, was he private then? You know, sort of thing. Like, I know he he was a coach of the Little League team based on, you know, all everything that we found out about him, you know, as mm-hmm. it, time went on. But, like, you know, really, I think what it comes down to was this guy has always been a private dude. Like, Keep in mind, this guy was listening to the game on the radio as it was happening. He had his headset on. He had no idea what was going on. So it was it was a thing that we wanted to do, but we knew it was going to be hard just given the type of person department. So and plus, you I, know, here's something I should have kept in mind, folks. Mm-hmm. If anyone watched the ESPN 30 for 30 documentary, Catch in Hell, mm-hmm. has everyone here seen that? Uh, I actually haven't. I it, highly recommend it, Christine. It's really good. It's about him. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, with um, catching Hal, um, they they tried to interview him. They, there was actually a part you remember, Reg, when they were when somebody jumped out of the car and said, "Hey, we want to interview you," and it was someone from ESPN, and he said, "I'm gonna have to talk to my attorney." Yeah, or, or talk to my agent or something. Like, if Steve Bartman isn't going to go on, I, this is what I should have thought. Folks, this is what happens when you get a little too ambitious. Um, this is what happens when you get a little too ambitious, folks. Um, I should have thought, if he's not going to go on ESPN, and this may sound pessimistic, what makes me think he's going to come on this podcast? Well, sometimes... Sometimes uh, I'm so sorry, Christine. I'll give no, no. You a second. Um, what it comes down to is that you know he probably just doesn't do interviews. Just at the end of the day, and you know, again, you try, but you never know. So that's why you went for it. Go ahead, Christine. Um, I was just gonna say it could be more comfortable to interview with this than ESPN. That's a big thing. That would make me nervous, especially after what he did. Yeah. yeah, but if people found out they can't, he came on this podcast, they'd either hunt him down or hunt us down, or both. Right. And then I have hey. to fake my death, change my name, and move somewhere. <laughs> hey, I only I I have that in my in my book in case I really screw things up one day. Well, now you just gave it away. Uh-uh, I didn't tell you where I'm moving to. I didn't tell you what I'm changing my name to. So um, you have the book. I'm gonna look for the book. Well, guess what? The book is very. I hit the book so good. I don't even know where it is. Oh, I don't even know where the book is. I'm texting your brother. Stop trying. He doesn't even know where the book. He doesn't even know about the book. Your brother oh. knows where the book is. He doesn't even know the book exists. I'll tell. I'll text him right now that the book exists. Oh my god. So yeah, we're gonna. So um. Yeah. So we're gonna. So. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, but that's like what happens with certain guests who you either try to reach out to and they either respectfully decline like Bartman or they or you reach out to them and they never get back to you like that person who we will talk about next week. And yeah, we try I tried to get Steve Bartman and I was respectfully declined. Well, at least you tried. But, right. As my mother always said, it's better to try and fail than to not try at all. Exactly. All right, moving mm-hmm. on. We got, finally, we got our NBA schedule. Claude, not, finally. Not the schedule, just half the schedule. Well, fine, fine. We got the first half of the NBA schedule for now. Which is so stupid. Just, just uh, stick to the league. Come on. Just, just give it to everyone. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, my watch was going off. Well, where that came from? But that was a performance, but that was a, a cameo by Siri. Apache <laughs> <laughs> Siri decided to go off for this one. Preseason begins this week, or no, next week. Begins next week. Later this week, next week. However, you want to classify it as Friday. Friday. We're not going to get into preseason because who cares about the preseason? No one cares about preseason. Let me see what the preseason is going to look like. I haven't watched the Knicks in since March, so you're talking. Yeah. Nine months. Uh, hey, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I, I miss my beloved New York Knicks, even though we know it's a dumpster fire of a team sometimes. Yep. Reg. But to kick off NBA regular season, we got Golden State in Brooklyn and the Clippers and Lakers kicking off your regular, your December 22nd NBA regular season. And the Knicks begin their journey on the 23rd against the Pacers. And I say the Knicks are going to win opening night. You're you're being very optimistic. I'll tell you that much. You're being very Mm -hmm. optimistic, Patchy. It's the Knicks. Listen, you were optimistic every week with your Jets team, so just don't want to hear it. Ooh, them's fighting words. Since when have you been optimistic? I he's think. never been optimistic. Every week. He knows they suck, and he accepts it. Right, Pat? Right, Reg? I predict them yeah, every really. week. Not every week. Did you pick the Jets a, he- a few weeks here and there at the beginning of the year? No, just once. It was against the Bills, and they lost badly. Yeah, they got, yeah the Bills yeah. beat them badly that day. And then – to wrap up our NBA coverage for today, we got our Xmas games. Pretty sad the Knicks haven't been on Christmas Day basketball recently. No, it's not. Go ahead. I well, I, well, 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 it's not going to give you – watching the Knicks lose is not going to give you holiday pleasure, folks. Well, you are going to be an absolute Grinch watching that. To go over your NBA Christmas games, we got New Orleans and Miami, Golden State and the Bucks. Brooklyn and the Celtics, the Mavs and the Lakers. And then to wrap up your Christmas day of basketball in your late game, we got the Clippers and the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. But, hey, NBA is upon us. It's and back. Back again. I'll, I'll be working on Christmas, and that's going to be a great slate to watch. I'll tell you yeah. that. I, <laughs> I bet. It's- and then plus, we got an NFL game on Christmas, too. NFL Friday. Right. That's weird. NFL Friday. Think hey. about it. Think about it. We've, yeah. had, we've had football, I think, every day of the week besides Saturday. That's right. We have. It's going to come and up soon. COVID. Saturday's coming up soon. 
because we we do we do get a Saturday matinee game before in the regular season, and then once the playoffs start, we do get Saturday football. It is oh that that Christmas weekend we got one game on Friday, Christmas Day, Minnesota and New Orleans, and then we got Saturday we got three games on Saturday, so hey. then we will have officially. A game on every day of the week this year. Man, what a beautiful time. It is one of the good things that 2020 has given to us. At least the the very few things. At, tw- least, at least the pandemic brought something good. <laughs> That's true. That's a fact. <laughs> at least, th- and like, listen, we don't mean this thing has been good. It's been beyond, it's been horrible. But oh, oh yeah. That's the <laughs> one pleasant thing 2020 has given us. Football on every day of the week. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. And it's That's like true. all day. You can watch basketball on Christmas. And drink an eggnog. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just regular eggnog or um, special eggnog? No, special eggnog, of course. Come on. Of course, Christmas. special eggnog. But no for me. What, what, what do you have against eggnog? I don't like it. Eh, I don't like it either. I, I was just saying, hey, you got to drink the strong eggnog. Very sure. strong eggnog. Me, but, it's Coquito. Um, yeah, Coquito is the best. Yes. Eggnog and Coquito. That's how you say it, right? Coquito. Coquito. I've had it once. I've there had it you once. go. Coquito. My mom, well, they're not going to do it this year, but every time we go to Christmas Eve over to my godmother's house, they always make it. I don't drink, so I don't know what it tastes like, and I will never. It, it's good. It's good. Oh, well, I, I trust you folks. Yeah, yeah, definitely classic. And that wraps up your NBA coverage. And And I was talking about Coquito. And I was talking about Coquito and holiday drinks. We'll be right back with more of the Sports Insanity podcast after these messages. Do you like randomness in a podcast like we do here at SIP? Well, we might have another podcast just for you. Just take a listen. Jock the Nipple and a Can of Baked Beans is a podcast where three high school friends talk about absolutely nothing. I didn't do anything irrational. I was just getting out of my car in hopes of scaring her, you know, hopes of like... You're really ripping off the goodwill, bro. Hey, no, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't just say that. Jock's mom is downstairs rolling for him right now. Are we getting DDoSed? You got you guys ever like wake up from like a like you ever like wake up from night of drinking and had diarrhea? It happens to me almost every time. Because every time I wake up after drinking, it's always liquid. Find us on Anchor.fm and Spotify at Jock the Nipple and a Can of Baked Beans. And subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash jockandthenipple. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym. Stands for Greatest of All Time. As in, spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Go crazy for new episodes of the Sports Insanity Podcast every week. Now available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's get back to it, friends. Welcome back to our show, sports fans. We now move to the bottom half of the inning. But speaking of the NFL, we brought about the NFL. It's time to talk about the NFL. Uh, who doesn't like talking about the NFL? Oh, people that don't watch the NFL. And uh, that is their problem, and we, and we pray for them. 
Well, yeah. I think I, I think we'll start with the latest news. We'll start off with the Jets. Mm. And we'll let Reg take the floor with this one. They fired Greg Williams because he became a hero uh, in Sunday's game. What a horrible call. But yet this horrible goal, but it was on purpose. The saving grace call. Alive. Look, people, the fact that, first of all, Gase admitted that he was the one that fired him. Um, So that's something to keep note of because what people have to understand is the Jets are in this position, not because of Greg Williams. Look, Greg Williams, has he had a, a perfect season? No. But the defense is terrible. He was dealt a bad hand. Look at how many players either left or was traded away. So he's playing a bunch of kids out there that don't know what they're doing. The most, the most experienced player is Marcus May, and he's had an awful season. So it's the, the, the players on defense are not very good. They're not a good team. The fact that you're going to make him the scapegoat is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And, look, I know Greg Williams was going to be fired anyway, but here's what we did. The fact that he had them blitz on that play and the fact that, he, that the Raiders had someone wide open to score a touchdown, it was a beautiful play because what it does is that it saves the Jets franchise from, you know, history. This is history here. The Jets are about to get Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, look, I know, look, I said this, I've been saying this for many weeks, and I know I'm probably going crazy over this. This is the first time that I ever had to cheer for a tank because tanking is not the most ideal thing in the world, but when it's for a player like Trevor Lawrence. It is when Trevor Lawrence is on deck. Why not? So So the fact that, so, the fact that Greg Williams was fired, one, shows that Adam Gase is trying to win a game because he's trying to spite the Jets because he knows he's going get, to get canned. And two, it, it, it's, it's all plot to stop the Jets. They're, they're trying not to progress. Look, it's about the future, and people need to accept that. If people can't accept that, then they're not true fans. I don't want to win a game. Well, what does winning a game do? It does nothing. Nothing matters here. One in 15. Okay, what, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't mean it, – it, it truly doesn't really matter at this point. So, but Reg, if something miraculously were to happen, like, here's a joke, the Jets actually win one or two games. Oh. If that miraculously happened. I'm going to be like, cheering for the Jaguars. Like, if you guys don't get Trevor Lawrence, you guys are probably going to end up getting Justin Fields. Yeah, which is a great consolation prize. I'll take that. Not bad, but it's not Trevor I'll Lawrence. That. I'll take that, but I, it's not Trevor Lawrence. That's the guy. It's good, but it's not Trevor Lawrence. Even if they don't get Trevor Lawrence, like I said in the past, turn them into stars. Homegrown or established league stars in the league. If you can turn that pick, that draft pick into a star, I think Joe Douglas is going to do a good job, but you have a chance. Go for it. Why not? If it means saving your franchise down the road and them being one of the best teams in the NFL down the road, do it. You got to do it. Do it. But, um, but, 
But yeah, it's like though with the Jets here, and I'm not a Jet fan, so I really shouldn't be commenting on this. But Joe Douglas, who said we fo- we're we're totally not tanking, who said that? I forgot. There were, I mean, Joe Douglas is saying that. I'm sure Chris Johnson's saying that. They have to say that. They're trying. They they don't they don't want to look like okay. So all these teams that do this, they always are denying the tank. They they have to do that. And or they or when they say. We totally have faith in Adam Gase. Yeah, the, the, that one was so... I have more... So, if I was Joe Douglas or Chris Johnson, I would have more faith in this water bottle than I do in Adam Gase. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Billy. <laughs> he, was holding, he, was a, he was holding a Nestle water bottle, which isn't very good. Um, <laughs> no. This but, water bottle, I have more confidence in than Adam Gase. Damn. Because you know at least the water bottle is going to suck because it can't do anything. It's a water bottle. Gase is really, <laughs> oh my God. Gase is a really bad coach. Oh, and by the yeah. way, if the Jets really wanted to win, then why is Sam Darnold on, in mm-hmm. the red zone? It was like third and something. Wide <laughs> open the end zone, didn't run in. He throws and he misses. If they really wanted to win the game, why isn't Sam Darnold running in for a touchdown? Like – can we can we talk about that too? Like, I'm sorry, the tank is on. So you the think there's a there secret agenda? Wanna... Okay. Happened? Sorry. Like, so you think there's a secret agenda to all of this? <laughs> yes, because you acquire Trevor Noah. Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, Trevor Noah. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm sorry for correcting you. I apologize. No, please do because yeah. my mind. Christine, yeah, your thoughts about the Jets right now? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I kind of like that theory. I mean, I, I wanted Trevor Lawrence for myself, but can't be selfish here. You can't. And speaking, I mean, about I can't. That, speaking about that, what do you think about the Pats still being a playoff team? <sighs> because of this whole new third wild card and only the top – the top team in each um, conference getting a first round bye. Can the Pats still can can the Pats be that third wild card team and make a surprise run in the playoffs? I think it's Cam possible. Newton with, uh, Cam Newton and Belichick as their coach, absolutely. It's always possible. I think their oh, season's no. been going so far this year. I know it's been a little bit rough for you guys, flipping between quarterbacks <laughs> here and there. Hmm. Honestly, in my opinion, not that great, but that's just because I'm very disappointed. Well, but, but Cam is disappointed in himself, and he's doing better. So I'll give it faith. It ain't over till it's over. Hey, that's what that's what the old saying goes. What's mm-hmm. the old saying? It's not over till the fat lady sings. It is not mm-hmm. over yet. Mm-hmm. New England's really in a great position to make a run for it, but ultimately their only pathway is to the wild card. And right now, they're nowhere near that. So oh, wow. it's, it's a hard thing to do. They're going to need major help from a lot of these teams that are like already in the hunt for the playoffs. Yep. You yep. Have, if you just look at the wild card standings for the AFC, you have the seventh seed, it belongs to the Colts 3 and 4. Miami is eight and four. They're in the sixth seed. Fifth seed is the Browns are nine and three. And then of course you have their top seed is in, in Kansas City, Buffalo, and 
uh, Tennessee. Kansas State is 11-1. Buffalo is 8-3. If they win tonight, they'll be 9-3. And, and then uh, Tennessee is 8-4. Pittsburgh first seed at 11-1. And, and we'll get to why 11-1 in a second. But. Yeah, and then the Pats are 6-6. Six and six. You know, So they're going to need major help in these next few weeks just to squeak into, what, the seventh seed? It's, yeah. it's a little bit too hard this year. It could certainly happen. Yeah. But right now, to me, it's if I'm the Patriots, you know, look, take your losses, rebuild your Yeah, that's kind of how I was looking at it. You know, Bill Belichick is, is a smart football guy. Yeah, that's who he is. To me, I think he can build a team from the draft. He's done it before. He got rid of those people, but he's done it before. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he has. All right. We'll touch brief on this. Packers had an easy – had a nice cruising win. We'll offer my team just for a minute. But let's get to one upset for the week we'll start. We'll start with Bill's Giants. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. Corner Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, that's a wow. horrible impression. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an impressionist. That's why I do a podcast. <laughs> Um, the defense looked absolutely fantastic yesterday. And listen, I know we've been saying this for weeks. We've been saying this for weeks. And to my friend slash co-host here, I do not mean to make fun of you guys. I'm just speaking generally. It'd be like, well, you know, um, it's a shitty division. So, so it really, if you guys get in, it's kind of sad, but Okay. I will admit it would be kind of sad if we got in, but yesterday kind of proved that a little bit wrong because the New York Giants came in, their defense shut down one of the best offenses in the NFL, shut down one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and that was absolutely fantastic. That was the win the Giants needed yesterday. We needed that. McCoy, I think he had a pretty decent game. I think – I want Daniel Jones back. Trust me. I want him back. I hope he's playing this week, but I don't know. Um, I think Gallman I really like. Wayne Gallman. I like Blake Martinez. I think right now the Giants are now saying, hey, we're not here to screw around anymore. Mm. Yeah, we're in a shitty division. I know, but – the Giants now need to have the momentum to finish out the year strong. And listen, it's not going to be an easy path. It isn't. It's not going to be an easy path. Like next week we're playing, um, we're playing Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins with Arizona. They've been a little shaky lately, but I think, but I think that's going to be a good game. We got, who else do we got? Um, then we got the Brown, and then we got Baker Mayfield with the Browns. That's going to be, I think, again, I think we could give them a run for the money, but I don't know. And then we got Lamar Jackson with Baltimore. So yeah, that's going to be really, yeah, it's not going to be an easy road ahead, folks. It's going to be a really Really tough road, and then the last game of the season, we're playing, we're playing the Dallas Cowboys. Shout out mm. to more Calpern, aka Olapsky, our resident Cowboys fan. Um, but I'm liking what I'm seeing now, and 
yesterday, and I will still hold on to this patch. I will still hold on to this. They were the first NFC East team, the first to win, to beat a team with a winning record. They were the only team until like literally before we hopped on air. And that was the Washington football team. You guys still need to find a damn name, please. I st- I st- Bill, I still have one question for you. I have one answer for you. Are any I might team... have 40 answers for you. I don't know. It depends on what it is. Are, okay. any of, are any of the NFC East teams over 500? No. Then your team is still shitty. But you can't, not just with the Giants, with the thing where I was about to talk about, which I'm going to talk about now. I'm talking about this now. The news that had happened is the Washington football team beat the previously undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. And that is now, like, listen, the NFC East, yeah, it's a shitty division. I'm not going to lie. No, no team is over 500. But in a way, and I'm going to open the floor to this soon. I got to get on my, I got to give my TED talk here. Um, the thing is, they might be the sleeper division. I wouldn't consider the NFC East the sleeper division, personally. Okay. That's just my opinion. I, you know, Everyone's it, entitled to their own opinion. It's, that division is just anyone's game. And yes, a team that comes out of that division when it happens could make a playoff run. But you also got to look at the three wild card spots that are up for grabs this year. Because with that extra wild card, anything is Absolutely. possible. Personally, I yeah. think. Personally, I think you look at the AFC East. That division is still up for grabs. Yes, New England's two games out, but if Buffalo and Miami start losing games and New England somehow goes on a tear late, late this late in the season, that whole division's up for grabs. And Christine would be thrilled, and I, and Reg would be banging his head on the wit on the wall. <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd be banging my head on the wall too. No. No, oh, we'd all be banging the head on the wall. <laughs> no, no offense to Christine, but we're sick and tired of the Patriots winning the division. Sorry. Understood. Understood. I get it. It's long overdue for um, a. It's long overdue for the Bills to win. Yes, if Miami wins, I'll be happy if Miami wins for two a time. The Fitz magic is out. It's two a time. I just want to say a few more things about the NFC East, if that's okay, and then I'll open the floor again. Uh, I'll open up the floor. Um. The thing with the NFC East is, listen, the Giants beat Russell Wilson, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. The defense shut him down. They, they also shut down Lockett and Metcalf yesterday. And today, the Washington football team, <laughs> there's actually an NFL meme saying, when you're 11-0 and then you lose to a team with no name. <laughs> Yeah. Again, please find a name. Um, I mean, they yeah. have a name. They're the Washington football team. I'm going to continue. Um, <laughs> I have the floor here, Patch. I have the floor. Um, anyway, but now the NFC East, the thing is, maybe they're not as the laughing stock as we say they are. Because, okay, they kind of are. But when you have the Giants shutting down Russell Wilson, you have – the Washington football team shutting down Ben Roethlisberger. Like, 
And now this is a ser- now there's a serious fight between the Giants and Washington. Like they're tied. And like how I will still hold on if they're in first place, because the season were to end today. If the season were to end today, we have the tiebreaker. Oh, big fucking deal. Because we beat Washington twice. Big effing deal. But now I'm like actually just a couple minutes ago, Mark actually just texted in our group chat that um He's a Cowboy fan. He goes, if the Cowboys win tomorrow against Baltimore, we can have an interesting situation in the NFC East. Hey, we can have the, a very interesting the, the situation way old, going on. The way old Ob's guys put it, he wants to come down to the last week and you two go on a Zoom call and just go at it each other. And you guys are going to be sitting there watching that, enjoying every minute of it, aren't you? And, and personally, that should be a extra innings and a YouTube live. <laughs> or, or Facebook Live, just for that matter. We and you're going to be sitting there, Patch, with a big bucket of popcorn. Oh, I'm going to have beer on ice right by me and a bucket of popcorn. Okay, is it going to be butter or no butter on it? You got to have butter on popcorn. <laughs> Always. By the way, Bill, that whole tangent you just had there, <laughs> that sounds like a very salty Giants fan. Ooh. Ooh, that's fighting words, buddy. That sounds like because Ooh. I remember before, before this, and you, you won't believe this, Christine. He was talking about how the, the Giants got this, baby. They, <laughs> they're going to win the division. They have the tiebreaker with their, uh, the football team. I'm about to say the Reds. It's the football team. I said that five minutes ago. <laughs> and then, and then, and then all of a sudden he goes like, oh, no, they just won. They beat <laughs> Steelers and they're tied record-wise. So, dude, if I'm the Giants or the football team or the Cowboys, I do not want to go to the playoffs. They are going to get exposed. Whether it's – it may not be against Seattle because Seattle, they could beat that. Now we know the Giants can definitely win that game. Could I'm be just saying, I'm not trying to pick a fight with you here, Rage, but if, it, if the season were to end today, mm-hmm. as it was explained last night on NBC by Steve Kornacki. Which is hilarious. I can't believe the I know, I love that. <laughs> Steve Kornacki knows what he's talking about. He's Steve Kornacki. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything to say on this, Christine, Patch, anyone? Well, um, I, I, go, go, Christine. You got the floor. Ladies first. Oh, I really didn't have anything to say. Just that Bailey's been positive like that since like 2010 about the Giants. <laughs> yes, I have. Like, Christine's known me since high school. She knows I go crazy about the Giants. Every yeah. year, it never pans out. Sorry, Billy. Unless you beat us. And then you yeah, uh, that happened how many times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How Whatever. many? Whatever. I had to have that moment, Christine. Sorry. You, you, set, you set up that perfect pitch, and then I had to Knock it out of the park. Whatever helps you sleep at night, Billy. It's going to help me sleep tonight. It's going to help me sleep oh, really good. You got to love Giants. <laughs> Giants fans are like Yankee fans, just living in the past. And they can't look at the future right now. That 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 their team is a sub-500 team. Um, listen, I admit we're a sub-500 team. But I'm just saying, you can't just write off. You can't write off the Giants being Seattle. You can't write off. Washington beating Pittsburgh. You can't write those two off. Well, you can't now because they beat them. But it doesn't mean they're going to beat them again. But you, yeah. you know, could be a one-time thing. You're right. 
Oh god, my blood pressure might go up soon. But anyway, I, I, will, say this, I, 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 I will say this about the Steelers. You look at the Steelers the last few weeks, they've been very shaky. And, and they just edge to, it out. They just edge it out somehow. And I think Steelers might be a one-and-done team once it comes playoff time. Because the Steelers team is just slowly crumbling the last few weeks. The, where, where teams they should have just blown out of the water. Look yeah. at the football team. They should have beat the football team by 30 today. And what happens? The football team wins. I was All talking, I can say, whoever put money on that game lost a lot of money today. I took the spread. <laughs> took the football team. In the spread. Good for you, Pat. Do you want a medal? Absolutely, because I've I've been I've been spot on with the um with the spreads lately. But regardless, I really believe the Steelers might be a one and done team once it comes playoff time. And the Browns are going to shock the world in the AFC East. Okay. In the AFC East, in the AFC in general, they're in the. What um, did we see that game? The Browns beat the Steelers in the playoffs. If if you think Denver beating Pittsburgh was. Uh, going to be all right. Wait until if, if the Browns meet the Steelers and the, and the Browns beat the Steelers. If you thought Tebow time was fantastic during that time. Oh, Tebow time. Wait until um, Baker Tebow. Baker. God bless him. Wait until Baker bakes up an upset. Then let me tell you, Vegas is going to lose a lot of money that night. Okay, so who's handling picks this week? Uh, well. I have the schedule up if you want me to do it. Let's do the schedule, Bill. Let's get through it. Okay. We're going to start off with the Arizona Cardinals and my New York Giants to show that chivalry is not dead. Ladies first, Christine. Cardinal. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> it's okay. We're still friends for now. I didn't hear what, didn't hear what you say. Cardinal. Okay, good. Because okay. you broke on my end. Okay, that's perfect. Cardinals, I like to pick, but I'm going with the GMN. GMN are going to find a way to win this game too somehow. Reg? I mean, I personally believe the Giants are going to play a good game, but the Cardinals are going to win because, to me, they, the team's just better overall. That's just my, my belief. Cardinals. Okay. I may still be on my high from yesterday. And I mean the high from the win. Don't do drugs, kids. Um, but after what I saw yesterday, if they could do that to Russell Wilson, I'm sure they could probably get Kyler. If they could do that to Russell Wilson and, and DK Metcalf, I'm sure they could do that to Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. I love DeAndre Hopkins. He's also on my fantasy team. No one cares, though. I think they're going to be going with some momentum tomorrow on um, Sunday. I'm going with the New York football giants. All right. Okay. Next. Um, okay. Let's go with, let's go with uh, Reg's team, the Jets and the Seahawks. Oh. Seahawks are for blood Seahawks. Yeah. Those of you listening, I'm on a Zoom call with all these fine people, and I have an L on my forehead. <laughs> That's what they are. Losers. Losers. If they beat the Seahawks, I will be 
podcast. Okay. One, it shows, one, because it shows that they're going to lose out on Trevor Lawrence, that's the case. But then it, it just shows that they don't care about their future, to me, in my opinion. Um, you know, obviously, if they win, what it even shows further is that Seattle's the biggest flawed team in the freaking uh, NFL mm-hmm. universe right now. So, so, like, if they lose if, – if Seattle loses to the Giants, yeah. a mediocre-ish team to yeah. – and loses to the Jets, then yeah, I'm they sorry. just got – Okay, you know what? You can censor this later, Patch. I've been good today, so I'm going to say, they're going to get fucking exposed. I'm telling you, <laughs> Seattle cannot lose to the Jets. That will be the biggest embarrassment, especially after the Raiders pull off whatever that was. You mean to see if, if Seattle wins, Russell Wilson's MVP goes right out the window. He's not going to be MVP either way. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers for MVP again. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I can, I'd be okay with that. Christine, let's go to you. Seahawks, Jets. Wait, say that again? Seahawks, Jets. Oh, Seahawks. Easy. Russell Wilson's going to redeem himself this week. Give me the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Next. Patch. Oh, you already picked. Sorry. Okay, Christine, this one's for you, if I can find it. Oh, God. Can I find it? Um, why can't I find it? The Pats are okay. playing Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. The, the Patriots and the Chargers. Wait, Chargers? Yeah. Rams. Rams. Oh, okay. I was like, sorry, huh? Rams. They just played the Chargers. Rams. <laughs> sorry, at Freudian slip. Um, you know, normally I would say that the Rams would win, but I feel like Cam's hungry. They do. So I'm going to go with my Patriots. Hey. Okay. Patch. Oh, you know what? I agree with Christine. Cam Newton. Just trying to show that this Pats team can still be a playoff team. Yes, a playoff appearance looks slim to none at the moment, but give me Cam Newton. Cam Newton's going to show that he can still do it and show that he can prove that he can make a team, a playoff contention team. Mm-hmm. Reg? You know, this game's going to actually be closer than a lot of people think. I know yeah, it the Pats aren't, look, the Pats aren't a great team, but Look, they they will surprise you with this one. I like the Rams here, but look, the Patriots certainly have a big chance. I wouldn't be surprised if they win by maybe a field goal or one point or a touchdown. Like it's all that's possible. Like to me, it can go either way. I'll take the Rams, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots won. And you know, look, I know the playoff chances will have to come down to winning the division or possibly making a wild card, but, you know, the, look, the Patriots are going to be on it to make sure that they have a chance. They just need a mm-hmm. chance. I, I like Cam Newton. That's just mm-hmm. my honest opinion about it. I'm going to go with Reg here. I'm going to go with the Rams. Sorry. But All right. it's going to be a close game than we think. 
Definitely. I think we can all agree to that. I think we can all agree on that, can't we, guys? Um, be a good game to watch on Thursday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Patchy's Packers versus hmm, – i find this again. Okay. Pat, the Packers versus the Detroit Lions. Packers all the way. Come on. Aaron Rodgers is just on a tear. Christine? Yeah. All right. I'll go with that. See? Someone agrees with me for once in this in this podcast. <laughs> oh, poor Patchy. He's, he's finally got someone to agree with him on stuff. <laughs> Good thing. Packers, Packers, Packers. Go Pack Go. Give me Aaron Rodgers, the Those bad man. Heads. Cheese heads. Cheese heads. Cheese heads. Okay. You're saying bad man. No, you're, you're saying bad man. No, he's a bad man. Not just a right. bad man. I was saying okay. cheese heads, but Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Thank you. At least someone. Um, you got to do it right, Bill. You got to do it. You got you to do the Stephen A. Smith way. Lawsuit coming pending. Oh, shoot. Pittsburgh and Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be a good game inside of itself. <laughs> yeah. Coming off a loss. And the way the Bills are playing right now, I'm gonna say Buffalo is gonna hand the second L of the season. Oh, okay. Christine. Uh, tough. I don't know. Like like I see. Yeah, I wanna... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I agree. No, that's okay. I think I agree with that. You, you know, the Bills. Okay, I mean, I think the Bills are going to play tough, but Big Ben's going to be really red hot, especially that's after they lost to a team that doesn't have a football name. I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, they don't. There's there's no name here, and they lost, and that's a, that's embarrassing for a team that's that was 11 and up. Like, let's be real here. Give me the Steelers, but look, the Bills, they get no respect from anybody. This is a tough one. And it it, it really blows my mind that no one's giving the Bills any credit here, especially now that they're they're winning against them. They're they're supposed to beat them. So um, give me me, uh, the Steelers. You know, this is a tough one, folks. You all know I love Josh Allen. I think he's great. I like Stefan Diggs. You only say that because they're on your fantasy teams. No, no, not. You only say that because they were at one point on your fantasy team. No, they weren't. <laughs> I could prove it probably. Fake news. Um, fake news. Anyway. The more you deny it, the more you give Patchy a reason to look it up. I mean, come on. Go ahead. He can look it up. He's got no, – he's – I got nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide, Patchy. You're only saying that because the Bills are good this year. You have, you never say I that. have nothing to hide. Look it up. I'm just saying you have not jumped on the Bills Bills bandwagon. Never. You you just recently jumped on it. I've been saying the Bills have been good. I've been saying too. that I like them all year, Patch. Yeah. Uh, Go back and listen to the past episodes, people. 
Okay, what did I say past episode? Just just because I say the Bills are good, you're like, yeah, you know what? I agree. I think the Bills are doing very well. I said that before. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna move on before I give myself a heart attack. Um, <laughs> and Patchy, you would cause it. Thank you. All right, so, <clears throat> so Billy Boy has the Bills. I didn't say that yet. Obviously, you're. Oh. You're, you're leaning towards it because you're like, yeah, you know, I really like Josh Allen. I really like just, just Stephon Diggs. Okay. You know what? I think I didn't finish because you guys interrupted me. <laughs> um, okay. Like I said, I loved without any further interruptions. Yeah. I love Josh Allen. I like Stephon Diggs. But you know what? I think Big Ben's going to be hungry next week. So you're so 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 just repeating what Dan said. No, I agree with Reg. I think Big Ben's going to be hungry, so I'm going to go with the Steelers. All right. All right, and that's our picks for the week. Go to our social media to get the rest. That's our show. Holy crap! We made right. the end finally. Yeah. So, Christine, how'd your first one go? You want to kill us yet? <laughs> well, this was fun. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. We hope you come back for the season finale. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Ooh. We got to keep her. It's going to be fun. Oh, great. So anyway, okay, guys. Well, um, that is our show for the week. Till next time, I'm Bill Murphy. I am Lawrence Patchman Lang. Make sure you go to the website, www.thesportsandsandypodcast.com. And follow us on social media. Danny Boy Reginald. Uh, and for George Christine. Christine Conchatori, follow me. I'm the Conchatori on all platforms. <laughs> That's it. Okay. I like it. Okay. promoting the brand. I like it. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Love it already. And we will see you next week for the season finale, Good where you will find out who's on our naughty and nice list and who did I reach out to, and he didn't have the courtesy to get back to me. Yes. You're going to find <laughs> out next week. All right, guys. Stay safe. Take care. Adios. All right. Read about our history. Get to know us a little more with our weekly Insanity blogs. There will be links to all of our episodes. You can even become a guest on our show. Just log on today. The SportsInsanityPodcast.com He was the heart of your family, and he taught you our history. He helped you fix your first flat. He was the best backyard DJ around. And every time he'd tell a story, he'd own the room. But now more than ever, he may feel alone. Today, older adults and their loved ones are struggling to connect in a time when connection has never been more important. But there is something we can do. Embrace our older loved ones through StoryCorps Connect. With StoryCorps Connect, you can honor seniors remotely with an interview about their life. Every interview will be archived at the Library of Congress, becoming part of American history, so that years from now, future generations can listen in. All right, Grandpa, what's one piece of advice you have for me? Just three words, sweetheart. Live with courage. The man that had the best stories still has plenty of stories to tell. So connect virtually and share the conversation of a lifetime at storycorpconnect.org AARP. Connect, honor, share. StoryCorps Connect. A message from AARP, StoryCorps, and the Ad Council.